We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. And welcome to the Spry Space Podcast. I'm Lacey, and today I've got the tubular, the amazing, the wonderful Adrian. Is tubular? I can't. Can I say tubular? What does it mean? Lacey, tubular is so like 1992, isn't it? Isn't aren't the 90s kind of coming back into style? <laughs> I mean, I guess You're tubular. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. sure. Okay. So today, Adrian and I are going to talk about something that we're calling Spry's hierarchy of social media engagements. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to tell people why we've created this piece of content? The hierarchy of, of engagements or Spry's social media engagements or whatever the hierarchy is, but basically it's a hierarchy of, of engagements. The reason why we have this is so that we can describe the ranking of actions online because not all actions are the same. No. So, Mm-mm. you know, a lot of people are setting their goals on social media. Maybe they have a lack of knowledge and understanding about what types of different engagements do what, you know, what the importance of each type is. And so a lot of people have set goals for their social media and haven't changed them for years. Mm -hmm. But as the social media platforms change, we've got to change our goals because the interactions that we get are different. Exactly. And when you kind of readjust your outlook on engagements, it's really great because it kind of gives you another reason to think about why social media exists in the first place. Social media exists for people to connect. I mean, bottom line, that's why it's there. So basically, how do people connect? You know, you can like, you can share, you can comment, you can, you know, email a post to a friend. Um, There's so many different ways to like engage and connect. That's why social media was created. It's kind of like the tree falls in the forest. Will anybody hear it? Did it fall? Mm -hmm. If nobody's on social media, then what's the point of it? You know, so... (laughs) I like it. Yeah. I would, I would like to see a metaphor with that tree falling and no social media around for people to see it. Yeah. So anyway, social media is built for engagement. So I heard Adrian talk about this hierarchy. The first time I heard her talking about it was when I interviewed her about the Instagram changes, like when Instagram started hiding likes on their platform. Adrian brought up this hierarchy and she called it the hierarchy of interactions during that podcast episode. We've also called it the hierarchy of touch, which is kind of fun, but maybe inappropriate. We don't know. So I decided to take that conversation that she and I had and try to elaborate on it so that we could have a solid focus on the different types of engagement, what they're for and what you should be striving for. So there's five different levels in the hierarchy. Let's talk through them. Do you want to start at the bottom or at the top? Uh, the bottom. Okay. <laughs> Work your way to the best. You know? okay. So uh, what's our, what's our bottom level? So the bottom level is seeing. So that's basically your impressions. Somebody's scrolling through and they see your content. Sometimes people see your content twice, but that's how many eyeballs are on it. The problem with measuring impressions is that 
you don't really know the quality of of that impression yeah you don't know if they remember it you don't know you have no control over over anything you just know that somebody saw it so i consider this to be like very passive right people just seeing your content is in the awareness phase of the sales funnel so that awareness phase is when people might not even know that they have a problem that you could solve or maybe they're just starting to understand they have a problem that you could solve and you're just getting them aware of the fact that you exist. So you probably are hitting a wider audience, but there's less actual benefit from just people seeing your content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you kind of think about it, think about, you know, as we talk through these engagement levels, you know, think about the, or your organic analytics and think about your paid advertising too. Sometimes people pay a lot of money for a certain amount of impressions and how does that serve you? What does that mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Anyway, first level is, you know, people seeing it, impressions, and also keep in mind in different social media platforms, those impressions for, you know, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, a lot of these platforms have different terms for, for the same thing. So just make sure that every time you dive in as a social media manager, you really need to understand and research every single platform and yeah, what, reach what versus impressions, exactly. you know, on one platform might be one thing and on another yeah. different. That sounds like it would be a good blog post. That's what I was just thinking too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the ne- what's the next level? Next level. Okay, so it goes the impressions and then the next one is like. So, like is kind of the easiest thing for anybody to do. In a previous world, I used to work developing apps. I used to work in UX design. Liking in UX design is pretty much the easiest thing for anybody to do. And basically, Facebook or any of these social media apps or websites are designed to have kind of these entry level engagements. engagements. So a like, um, a reaction, a reaction, you know, on Instagram, you can just double tap the actual photo and that gives the photo a like. So that is super easy. So what I like about this level is it creates something trackable. Okay. So when someone scrolls through your content, all we know is that that piece of content flew through their feed, right? We don't know what speed it flew through. We don't even know if they paused on it. And so the first opportunity that we have to know that someone actually straight up engaged with our content is through these likes or reactions. Mm -hmm. And the mad scientist in me likes these two, because as soon as it becomes trackable, it actually allows the social media platform to alter that user's social media algorithm to show your content more often. The job of social media platforms is to keep people engaged on their platform as long as possible. So if your content shows a history of getting that user to engage, the platform will show that content to that user more often. Yep. Did I say it okay? Oh my gosh. So I had to like take eye contact away from you so I could focus on getting it out properly. So, so that's one level of investment up from just seeing the content and it yields some benefit for the brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Likes are great too, for just kind of gauging the interest in your community. Like maybe, you know, if your, if your community is really chatty or, or, you know, supportive, you know, you can kind of even measure how good content is just by seeing how many likes are there. Exactly. I mean, it's it's useful. It's sometimes I've got like a really great crafted piece of content that's like so informative Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I boost it out to the right audience and I get like 
35 likes. And I'm like, ah, you know, like I would love more than that. But then I do like a joke, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'll do a joke on that same page that maybe has a little bit of an informative twist, but it's funny and entertaining and it'll get 80 mm-hmm. likes. Yep. And so that data is really telling, okay, what is this audience actually finding value in during their social media consumption? Yeah, exactly. So the next one that is starting to get really interesting and fun is a comment. More and more social media platforms are valuing conversation over just blind likes because to be honest, you can back in the days and it's getting harder now, but you could buy bots that would go through and just automatically like content. Yes. Imagine a little mm-hmm. bot army that yep. had no emotions mm-hmm. and no value, but they could go in and they can increase the number of likes on your post, which could increase your algorithm to yep. show your content is more popular. That is just kind of shooting yourself in the foot because do bots pay your bills? Do bots buy your thing? No, no they don't. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you would do that. But anyway, so uh, social media platforms want to make sure that their platforms are very high quality, have good engagement. So they're starting to value the conversation on pages and posts a lot more over likes. So you might see a lot of posts from Spry actually where we write something and then we ask a question like, what do you think? Or what is your experience? That's Describe sort of thing. this in one word. Exactly. And so when you're compelled to answer the question or, you know, answer a question and then tag a friend, that's amazing. That's awesome. And that means that you, instead of just like, you know, liking takes like one second, stopping and pausing and writing a well thought out comment takes, you know, maybe 30 seconds to a minute. And that's, I mean, in our world of, of, of micro interactions, uh, but yeah, very short, short attention spans. That is a lot of time. So they're very valuable. So just like you said, the amount of investment that a user takes is increased comparatively to a like, and the amount of benefit that we get from the algorithms because people have taken that action is increased similarly. Yes. So our content will be shown to them more often because they've shown to be engaging with our brand in that way. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So the next one is a direct message. So direct messages, I think you wrote in the blog post, I really love the way you wrote it was that imagine you are at a networking event, IRL in real life. And you meet a bunch of people and you shake hands and you have conversations with them and, you know, you meet all these people and one person in specifically is really interested in what you do and you're interested in what they do. Maybe you guys have a co-interest or, or, you know, maybe you have a possibly a business opportunity there and they reach out to you through a text message or they take you aside at the end of the networking event and says, Hey, let's go get coffee. You and me one-on-one. And so that is what a direct message is. Exactly. Essentially. It's it's like this greater interest in communicating with you and bringing that into a private space. And usually people are bringing that into a private space if they've got like specific questions. You know, we see when people want to actually hear about our products because we don't really sell our products in our social media content. We, we give ideas, we talk about resources, we say funny stuff, at least we try to, you know, the only time we actually end up talking about products is usually in our direct messages. People are like, okay, how much is this? Hey, I'm interested in 
been talking more about this. Can you help with that? So like a private conversation and it shows this elevated level of interest with the brand. Right. And you know what? I mean, we, we were talking a little bit today about reviews and Google business listings, but I've heard of brands before also not responding to certain direct messages that don't have anything. You know, sometimes people have maybe a a wrong impression of your brand or are confused or whatever, but you should still respond to them. Like you should respond to all your direct messages. Even if you say, you know, Hey, we're, we're, that's not our business. Or, I mean, that's good data. Maybe your branding is off. Maybe the messaging in your ad is off. You know, why is somebody confused? But you should always respond to somebody, even if it's not exactly uh, you know, copacetic to what you're doing, you should still respond to them because that's, that's gold. Yes. I will never stop saying it's common sense people. It's like, if someone communicated something to you, do you just ignore them in real life? No, no, no. It's so disrespectful. This is common uh-huh. sense. Yes. If you take your digital communication and just apply common sense, you'll be right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Direct messages are, I mean, and sometimes I don't know. I don't know for us, for Spry, we have a lot of direct messages, but some of them are not, you know, direct business leads. It's kind of like the more direct messages you get, the more likely there will be one or two or three, or the more percentage will be actual like leads or, or sales or, you know, whatever. So it's a great measurement to track. Beautiful. Okay. What's our top level? Ah, the top level is sharing, clicking a share, even better if they write something about like provide content. context during the share. Mm-hmm, exactly. So why are shares at the top level there? Okay. So social media 101. Let's think about this here. I'm on Facebook. I have, I don't mean to brag, but <laughs> I have 900 friends on Facebook. Wow. I've been on there a long time. I have gray hair even. <laughs> old lady Facebook user. But anyway, so I have, let's say 900 friends. I have followers. like 1400. You have four, you, <laughs> oh my God. I'm such an amateur. <sighs> okay. Lacey has 1400. Let's split it down the middle. Let's pretend like you have a thousand followers on Facebook. Okay. Okay. So you create a piece of content and, and it's funny and engaging and delightful. And out of your 1000 followers, let's say half of them share it. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That'd be crazy. 500 people share your piece of content. Think about those 500 people. And let's say on average, I think the average Facebook user has 200 followers. So that piece of content shared 500 times, 500 times. We always try to do math in our head. I know we do, which is stupid. Five times two is 10. So is it like, is it 10,000? It's is a it lot. Hundred thousand. It's a lot of eyeballs. I'm so sorry. We don't do math very well in our head on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, you get the picture. It's a giant freaking network. It just exponentially gets shared, and that's that's what viral going viral is. If you create content that's actually useful for your community, and they share it a ton among themselves, that. As gold. What I want to say is everything you said is 100% million percent correct. And you're very smart. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I want to add to it. So there are basically two ways to get your content seen. 
on social media. One is to pay for the reach. The second way is to create something so good that people want to share it. Why do people share content? So people will follow your page if they're interested in what you're talking about. And specifically people end up following and engaging with your content. If they think that what you're putting out reflects themselves. Okay. So if you are very clear on your brand's core values and you keep that clear throughout your content, you will attract people with similar core values. So when you put out a piece of content that is clear and reflective of the brand values that your community is built upon, people will share that content. And if they share it, your organic reach, exactly like Adrian was saying, your organic reach increases exponentially. And you don't even have to pay for the reach. It's so cool. <laughs> yes. It's so exciting. It really is. So it, it just, it just makes me very, very happy when I think about it. So yeah, you just, know, and I think we were talking about this earlier too. And you know, I will never stop telling people this, you know, people that want to, you know, spend a lot of money on certain things. If you just spend a good quality time to craft your message really, really well, and, um, you create a really solid, trustworthy, awesome brand that people love and will like vouch for that is better than gold. That is bet. That is better than, you know, all the money in the world because humans, we trust people we know. So if, you know, you're sharing something or you see something that a friend of yours shared, you're going to be like, Oh, my friend took the time to share that thing. I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to check it out. If I've been thinking about Mm -hmm. which pair of shoes I'm going to get next and I've been thinking about it, I've researched a little bit. And then I finally see, I see one of my friends share that they just got it and had a great experience. Now I'm going to buy. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a whole concept of influencers, which is so funny because somebody, was it you said that somebody you influenced me yes to buy these blue light blocking glasses i know right now you influenced me see yeah and it wasn't a blue light blocking glasses company that came at you and was like lazy buy these no it, it was, was adrian it was me because i look really good in mine it's my true glasses. now that's most of why i feel like <laughs> I'm trying to be to say that I got these glasses because I'm trying to be responsible and take care of my eyes. But really, it's an accessory. I mean, the glasses just add a whole new look. But anyway, that's beside the point. (laughs) Hierarchy of engagement. There's one thing I want to say. I am really looking forward to when we get the feature of being able to share other people's stories to our story. So I love the fact that we can share Instagram feed post content into our stories. I think that has opened up a whole new way to increase your brand reach. If you can create a little piece of content that could go in people's stories, I would love to be able to share from other people's stories onto my story. Am I mm-hmm. making sense? Yeah, I, I totally, okay. I got you. I understand. Cause right now you can't share it unless they tag you in their story. Correct. Yeah. Or, you know, you can click the actual po Yes, exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. You're mm-hmm. see, you're so smart. Is it the glasses? Is it your I, brain? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay. It's a, it's a myriad of things. So, Constellation. So if you liked this discussion, which I'm sure you did, then you can look for the blog post on this with a little bit more detailed information on our website, thinkspry.com. And you can just search Spry's hierarchy of social media engagements. Yes. Adrian, at the end of every Spry Space podcast episode, we like to talk about where in the world we've been working. Where okay. working? Well, for the last couple of days, I've been on assignment. On assignment. <laughs> Sounds like... I was, <laughs> no, I was on that or on scene or 
I don't know. In the field. I was in the field. I was out and about doing photography <laughs> for a client, but it was so far away that I had to stay in a few hotel rooms. So I've been working, let's see, over the last three days, I've, I've stayed in three different places in three different hotel rooms. Well, one was not a hotel room. One was your house and then on the couch, two other hotel rooms. Yeah. So I love working in hotel rooms because usually the wi-fi is great you can get some a little bit of room service mm-hmm. get some wine relax in, in a nice bed that somebody else made it's like quiet it's temperature control oh my gosh you can have because i like to sleep cold and my husband likes to not so <laughs> it's irritating anyway so it's just it was actually delightful i got a lot of things done but i would recommend it i mean maybe you even just go rent a hotel room in your own hometown and just work there uh, there's know. a couple influencers i follow who say that they they do like a two day in the city in the hotel and they do all their meetings on those days and then go back to their family. It's freaking genius. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. That was awesome. Okay. Wonderful. So if you want to hear anything more from Adrian and I, where, where can you find the Sprites? At thinkspry.com and on all the social media platforms at thinkspry. And if you want to hang out with us in like more of a personal way and you have questions or want some support on your social media, where can you go? Sprite Our Facebook group is called Sprite Space. It's amazing. Perfect. We love to play around in there. We'll answer questions, brainstorm with people, etc. Yeah. Yeah. You should uh, direct message us. That's right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're tired. We're going to get out of here. We hope that you're having a wonderful day and we are so looking forward to talking to you soon. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.